What's up, fellas? It's your boy, Coach Vino, and this is the Progress Bar Podcast, a men's podcast for everyone. All right, what is going on, gentlemen? Um, look, it's been a couple weeks since we last had a chat, and honestly, that was very intentional. Um, you know, every so often, your pal from the Bronx, Coach Vino, needs to recharge his creative juices and step away from content creation. Because uh, between YouTube, social media, and the podcast, it could be a full-time job creating content. And, well, I already got a full-time job, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so to avoid burnout, I try to remain mindful of how I'm feeling and, uh, you know, kind of figure out, is, this, is it time to take a chill pill? You know, I listen to my mind, my body, and all that good stuff, you know? And these last couple of weeks were definitely that time, especially with the Thanksgiving holiday. You know, I really wanted to be fully present for my family. And I tell you, it, it was time well spent. I don't regret a minute of it. And now I feel f- fully recharged and really ready to engage my online community. So all seven of you guys, <laughs> you know. But actually, if if I can give some belated thanks and gratitude, uh, Thanksgiving gratitude, I, I just want to thank you all uh, who have been tuning in most weeks and uh, those of you who have been sharing the podcast with others. I am so happy with the growth and of the podcast and hope that by this time next year, I'll be able to reach as many folks as are interested in hearing what I have to say. So please be sure to uh, leave a review because that helps with the algorithm and continue to share this with your friends and family, whomever, because sharing is caring. And uh, let's get into today's topic. All right. So today I want to talk about negative self-talk. What is negative self-talk, you ask? Well, to sum it up, It's that shitty habit of engaging in negative, critical, or pessimistic thoughts about yourself. You know, that inner voice, the one hiding in the shadows of your ego, the one that makes you feel like shit about your abilities, your appearance, uh, relationships, and just your overall worth. This voice, this negative self-talk can be damaging to your mental and emotional well-being. It can create or at least contribute to feelings of inadequacy, low self-esteem, anxiety, and depression. And this, fellas, is just no bueno. So what are examples of negative self-talk, right? Hey, Coach Reno, what are you talking about here? Well, I won't cover all the examples of negative self-talk, but I am going to share a few. And I want you to think about whether one or more of these might feel familiar to you. See, you'd probably be surprised to learn that most of us do it, but the severity and frequency of it differs for everyone. So let's start with the most common and probably obvious of them all, self-criticism. We all get a little down on ourselves or critical of ourselves once in a while, right? And it's usually directly connected to making a pretty big mistake or, or perhaps, you know, missing out on an opportunity. And honestly, this is natural and probably pretty healthy if... You're using it as an opportunity to evaluate where you might be able to make certain improvements in your life. But if you use this self-criticism as some sort of judgment on the quality of your being, then that, my friends, that's the real mistake. Focusing on what you perceive to be your flaws or mistakes will lower your self-esteem. And in turn, you'll have less confidence in yourself which basically will lead you to pumping the brakes on your aspirations. That's no good either. 
Another example of negative self-talk is, is kind of a fun word to say, but not such a fun thing to experience. And that is catastrophizing, right? Say that five times fast. When you spend your life expecting the worst possible outcome in situations, even if there's no reason to, or even if there is evidence that suggests otherwise, you're catastrophizing. When it comes to you, you like to play the role of a Debbie Downer, right? And assume the worst. It's a bit of a woe is me syndrome or even uh, like a Murphy's Law situation, right? If something can go wrong, it will. This is often the result of traumatic experiences in your life that have left you with a pessimistic outlook. These negative experiences have left you conditioned to believe that nothing good ever happens to you. So you live your life basically waiting for the day that the sky falls so you can say, I told you so. And then use that as an excuse not to try new things or to chase your dreams. That's a, that's a shitty way of looking at the world. My third example of negative self-talk is mind reading. This is when you assume what others think about you, right? Without any evidence. Like you have some sort of a Jedi mind trick powers, right? But unless you're Obi-Wan Kenobi here, chances are you have no fucking clue what people are actually thinking. Instead, what happens when you try to get in someone's head, you miss the landing too far to the right or too far to the left. Not only does this affect your confidence and how you interact with people, it also can and most likely will hurt your current relationships and potential new ones. You start putting up walls where there doesn't need to be any because you're protecting yourself against judgments that you don't know actually exist. Or you overcompensate with hopes that you can change their minds, or at least what you think they think. At the end, it's all a big mindfuck that you created all by your damn self. Now let's move on to my fourth example of negative self-talk, and this is one I like to call shortchanging the positive. One theme you see in pretty much all these examples is the propensity for negative self-talkers to focus their attention away from the good things in life or at the very least, the normal things in life. Nope, there's always a focus on what's wrong, what can go wrong, or asking themselves, why me? You become the kind of person that can hit the lotto for a million dollars, but the negative self-talker in you is going to complain that you're going to have to pay taxes on it. You could be the kind of person that finally gets that big promotion at work, but you still complain about how hard you had to work for it. Maybe you're the type of person who could win an all-expense-paid trip to the most beautiful resort in Puerto Rico, but complain about it because you don't speak Spanish. How about if you've made a great life for yourself and your family, but can't truly appreciate it because you're too busy comparing your success to others? I think you get my drift. While I'm not saying you're not allowed to be aware of the negative points of certain life events or, or personal qualities because, yes, there may be some actual concern or room for improvement, but when you focus only or primarily on the shortcomings, you lose sight of the blessings, the good fortune in your life. And when you focus on the negative, you invite the negative and you're going to get the negative. This is a fact. This is a proven fact. Another example of negative self-talk that might not be so obvious, and this one is called overgeneralization, right? Believe it or not, when you make broad and negative conclusions about things based on a single negative event or experience, 
you become a victim of negative self-talk. Let's just say you interview for a job, right? And you don't get it. So now, apparently, you don't think anyone is going to hire you, right? Maybe someone you're dating and really like breaks up with you. So based on this one negative experience, you tell yourself that no one is ever going to want you. You just don't allow for single experiences to be just that, a one-time thing. Instead, you let negative experiences define you. And it's this kind of thinking that now discourages you from trying things more than once. You give up easily because you lose hope by assuming that if something bad happens once, then it's always going to be that way. This is an example of what is referred to as a limited mindset. Assuming that things are what they are and they cannot be changed. I'm here to tell you that that's bullshit. I can tell you firsthand. The life is handed me its share fucked cards. But I never believed that I had to settle for it. I always felt that there was a card in that deck that could change my fortunes. And you should too. Because there is. You just have to play your hand out and not fold. One of the most common examples of negative self-talk, especially in this age of social media, is perfectionism, or what some might refer to as comparing. Whether it's the way you look, what career you might have, what kind of car you drive, how big your home is, or how much money you make, you may find yourself guilty of creating a perfect scenario. I'm doing hand quotes, by the way. (laughs) Perfect scenario in your head. You tell yourself that if you had this... Or if you looked like that, then your life would be better or damn near perfect. You see the way social media influences live their so-called lives or you compare your successes to those of your family, friends, or your neighbors. The problem is that when you do this, you lose sight and take for granted your own personal accomplishments and your own admirable qualities. Striving for perfection will always leave you short of success if you define success as being perfect. Why? Because nobody's perfect. Improving yourself is always a great thing. I do it all the time. I'm constantly working on self-improvement. But it should never come at the expense of your self-confidence. For instance, when it comes to coaching and motivational speaking, Would I love to be as successful as, let's just say, like uh, Tony Robbins or uh, Gary Vaynerchuk? I love those guys. They're fantastic. Of course. The more lives I can touch, the better. Those guys have a huge audience. Plus, I wouldn't mind, uh, you know, lining my pockets with a few extra ducats, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) But, however, I would never consider my current level of success to be a failure if I didn't reach the heights of guys like Tony or Gary. Everybody's path is different. And I know it can be hard to understand or agree, but true success isn't measured by what you have. It's measured by how little you need. So keep that in mind next time you're measuring yourself up to others, right? That is a credo that I, I, I always remind myself. It's not how much I have. It's how little I need. So look, fellas. These are just some examples of negative self-talk. And it's critical to identify if you find yourself carrying any of these characteristics. If you do, I suggest you take time to reflect on why you might behave in such a way. And keep track of what it is you might find yourself doing. You can either keep a journal 
or just type it down in your like your smartphone app or something like that. It's like a note app. Either way, keeping track of when and why, you know, you're having negative self-talking will help you in addressing the underlying reasons. And you can work towards shifting your mindset to one where you have a more positive outlook on yourself and your actions. Remember, negative self-talk can be influenced by a variety of factors, including societal expectations, past experiences, and your own internalized beliefs. Addressing negative self-talk, it usually involves creating a level of self-awareness, challenging your irrational thoughts, and then developing a more positive and realistic perspective on these things. And this could be done through things like mindset work, mindfulness practice, and if necessary, therapy. At the end of the day, fellas, recognizing and working to change negative self-talk is essential in promoting mental health and just overall well-being. Well, that's all I got for you today, fellas. Hopefully, you found today's podcast helpful. If you did or if you think someone else would, please share and please leave a review for your pal, Coach Vino. If you're interested in working with me, please visit my website, CoachVinoLLC.com or... You can hang out with me on social media at Coach Vino LLC, where I share my passion for not only motivation, but also libations. And remember, fellas, if nobody else tells you, Coach Vino appreciates you. Yo, this might be the end of the verse, but this is just the start of a new beginning. Right.